Hey guys, welcome to week 8 of Fat Man with a Plan. I'm your host, JM. Uh, let's start off with updates. Uh, I'm f sorry that I'm coming in two, di two days late. Unfortunately, life happens. And so a lot of things are going on. Um, so with one of my updates is that I've managed to hit the breaking 40 pounds lost because I'm officially at 40.9 pounds lost since the beginning so which is good progress unfortunately I lost about a pound of muscle in the process of it and that's actually due to the problem that my shoulder joint or my AC joint impingement problem uh, that I started off with years ago and on, on and off again had to deal with pain from it Unfortunately, this decided to flare up again, and unf and unfortunately, this time, it doesn't want to respond to any form out of uh, cortical steroids to calm the inflammation. So I will be getting the fun and exciting uh, path of dealing with surgery in a couple of weeks to remove a piece of my collarbone in order to eliminate the factor of the of my bones rubbing together when I'm trying to work out. So not really thrilled by that uh, concept uh, just because this will be th surgery number three in two years. But unfortunately I'd rather you know but I'd rather just not deal with pain because pain sucks as everyone knows. And so and I would like to be able to continue on the path that I've you know am at for trying to work out lose weight put on muscle and everything else like that so unfortunately I had to go with the necessary evil of surgery to get over that so that's gonna lead into the topics for this week so this week I'm gonna talk about listening to your body and the concept of rehabilitation so let's begin Okay, so as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to have to deal with surgery. Now, with this, I'm going to start talking about listening to your body because there is a difference between you know, feeling the burn working out and actually injuring yourself. And some times people are able to notice, notice the difference as they're working out. And sometimes people just continue pushing through it and wind up either damaging a tendon, pulling a muscle, or something else entirely. So, when dealing with your body, your body, of course, you know, it cannot, you know, verbally, you know, establish, hey, listen to me, this is not going to work out here. It's going to have to actually do the whole process of giving you signals through your whole entire nervous system to say, hey, this is pain, and this is not the kind of pain that I think we should be continuing, you know, what we're doing right now. Maybe you need to um, back off. And so when th this type of pain, usually it's going to wind up being a little bit more sharp and more acute. Um, and that's going to be because you're doing some sort of damage. Like with my shoulder, the way I knew that my impingement was coming back is, you know, certain, you know, move, certain motions, especially trying to do shoulder exercises, I was progressively getting, you know, sharper and sharper pains actually at my shoulder joint. And that is not normal for trying to do anything like lateral raises or 
even um, front raises with any form out of weights. So you're, you know, whenever you're dealing with sharp pain, that's usually a good indication that you need to stop what you're doing right then and there. Even yes, even if you're in the middle of a workout, because that pain is trying to tell you that something is not right. And if you continue, you're going to wind up seriously injuring yourself and needing to go to the emergency room or some sort of emergency care or having to see a doctor about something like surgery because you have done damage to your body. Because our bodies, even though they're fantastic, they're great, they're able to survive a lot of different things, there is a limitation to what they can do at any given moment, especially if you're like brand new to working out in general. Pain is not always a uh, concept that you should be dealing with. So like the old adage is no pain, no gain. That is not necessarily true. And when you feel that sharp pain, stop everything immediately. Now, the sharp pain of you injuring yourself is very different from the the actual experience of feeling the burn. Because the burn, what it is, is that you're going to start feeling muscle fatigue. And so it's going to, you're going to feel a slight ache. And the thing is that what's going to tell you that it's a slight ache is that you're, you know, it's like, say, you're doing some format of uh, bicep curls and progressively you start feeling this uh, sort of ache that you know your biceps they're just not able to like really get the weight up any f- anymore and what this is go- trying to tell you is that your muscles are hitting that fatigue point and so that's when you got to put down the weights you know rest for about a minute or two depending on where you are as far as your ability levels and pick things back up again just because it's building up lactic acid as your muscles are trying to work out because you got to face it this is an ana- you know weight training is an anaerobic process even car- a lot of cardio um, things such as running and things like that when you start feeling that burn in your legs that's actually lactic acid building up because well your muscles are still trying to burn all this energy but they're not getting enough oxygen for that chemical reaction so it's an anaerobic reaction instead of a aerobic reaction it's still going to end to end up with the same results except you're going to feel that burn so you got to give your body a little bit of time to recover from that burn before you continue on because if you continued, you can lead to those acute pains. And that, you know, is actually a, that actual um, burn is all, you know, a good thing because your muscles are breaking down during your workout. And the thing is that this one thing that I like to point out to people is that when you work out, you're not working out to gain, make gains. You're working to, out to really break down the muscle that you have because a part of the recovery process is your muscles actually repairing themselves and when it start when your muscles start repairing themselves what's going on is that they're actually becoming stronger and that's where you're going to see your gains as far as like your definition and that's also where you're going to see your actual strength increase meaning you're actually going to be able to pump you know do more like pump more iron run even further stuff like that and that's you know always a good thing because that burn is just an indication that things are you know basically breaking down and doing you know the process that you're wanting it to do. Now, 
after the fact of working out and everything else, some people will, you know, people will experience the uh, lovely pain of the breakdown and rebuild process. And this is more so with anyone who's just starting out with working out. Uh, because what's happening is you're not used to, your body's not used to having to exert itself a lot, have the muscles break down, and then having to rebuild themselves. And so you're going to experience a bit of discomfort. Uh, oddly enough, one of my coworkers recently, uh, who's a softball coach, uh, she was working out with her softball players doing weight training. And like two days later, she was struggling to walk around, sit down, stand up on her own um, because of the leg exercises that she did. And this is because the whole thing is that as your body is breaking down and repairing, your muscles are going to be a little tender, they're going to be a little sore, and you're going to have a lot, um, lactic acid build up in, the, in your muscles due to the whole breakdown and rebuild process. Now, in order to like alleviate some of this, you can easily take some sort of NSAID, uh, like ibuprofen. You can take ibuprofen, you can take a leave, you can take Tylenol, pretty much anything that's your uh, pain reliever or whatever type of pain, pain reliever you prefer. And that will help with some of the inflammation that's going on in your body. Uh, another thing that I like to use in my gym that luckily has, has them is called fault rollers or foam rollers. Now these are usually about three feet long and about eight inches, probably about eight inches wide, uh, maybe a little less. And the thing is what you do is you sort of like, you pretty much sort of like give your own, yourself your own massage allowing your body weight to press against the, the foam roller as you roll, move it across your whatever body parts that you're trying to uh, work the kinks out of. Like, say for example, it's your the front of your thighs. What you would do is you'd you know, pretty much lie face down, sort of like you're doing a push-up, have the fault roller start up, you know, at the near your, closer to your waist, and then you're gonna pull yourself forward, letting your let, your thighs roll, letting the foam roller roll underneath you and letting your thighs, you know, uh, experience the roller rolling underneath it. Because what this is going to do is it's going to help break up the lactic acid so that way it's able to be expelled from your body a little more efficiently. And then from there, you'll start feeling a little bit better. You'll be able to continue your workout and things like that uh, if you're working out the very next day after or two days after you've um, first started working out. Uh, just, but make sure ultimately to pay attention to what your body's telling you because what type of pain it is is not always a good thing, and so you want to make sure that your eye, you're not doing any damage to your body that is going to result in having some massive recovery time. Because if you have recovery time, what it's going to do is it's going to put you back, you know, put you know, hold things back for you trying to make progress any format of progress on your workout experience. Okay, so now from there, I want to talk about the concept of actual like physical therapy setup. Because when you do injure yourself, that is going to be something that you have to look into to actually regain a lot of your abilities to continue to function as you would normally do every day. 
Now there is a grand difference between uh, physical therapy and uh, physical training. Because some people, you know, hear PT and, you know, they get one idea but believe that they're also getting another thing out of that experience. Uh, with physical therapy, you're not actually working your body to its fullest like you do with physical training. Because the thing is, is that the physical therapist is not trying, is not there to, or the physical therapy is not there to push your body to its limits. It is there to regain your ability to function so that way you can then push yourself to the limits and so with physical therapy there's a lot of things that you have to do and it's not going to be as physically intensive as a regular workout would be like um i'll use for example the stuff that i had to do for uh my physical therapy to rebuild my capability to walk again after both my surgeries. Um, a lot of that involves more of me being able to move and flex my foot back and forth. So I would do a little bit of cycling and then I would be stretching out my calves and then they would have me do things such as uh, calf raises and would then have me do uh, types of lunges that would involve like a hat one of the half medicine ball not medicine balls but one of the half like inflatable the big inflatable balls that people use tip, typically for uh sit-ups and things like that and they would also have me do stuff like some light uh pushing on a or light uh leg presses using uh band weights on a machine to at least start building up my leg strength once more since you know both after both of my surgeries I wasn't able to walk for two months so unfortunately your legs are gonna you know develop some atrophy after, during that time and so they're trying to build up my legs back to where they you know I could actually function and this also included doing like wobble boards trying to maintain my balance and everything else and so even though that was strenuous for me as part of the experience, it was not physically intensive, meaning by the end of it all, I was perfectly fine. I was not, you know, you know aside from the aches and pains of my, you know, my body or my you know, feet and ankles trying to cope with actually being active, I was not experiencing any like burns or anything else like that because it was not physically intensive and the thing is is that they don't want to push you to your limits because they don't want you ri the risk of you re-injuring yourself while you're in their care and so when dealing with physical therapy it's not going to be that you know physically intensive and so just don't expect it if you have to deal with physical therapy to be doing a lot of weight training and things like that because physical you know uh, physical therapy is gonna be like I said the focus is trying to get you back to where you need to be not where you um, ultimately want to be with your whole workout you know workout setup so you got to keep that in mind with uh, physical therapy now if you're lucky enough like me I you know my actual personal trainer happens to be, you know, have specialized in sports medicine. And so the thing is, is that he's capable of handling people with injuries in order to push them to their limits and still 
uh, not do any more damage to that injury while you're recovering. And so that's one of the nice things about having my trainer and his experience, just because of the factor that I can, you know, even with my upcoming shoulder surgery uh, occurring, uh, he will still be able to push me during my training sessions. He just won't be doing stuff that would have anything to do with that particular um, aspect of my shoulder that, you know, as I'm recovering, which is going to be an important part. And even after I'm, you know, hit a fair amount of physical therapy, it's, you know, he's going to have to, you know, he, he'll be able to know what limitations I have until I'm fully, you know, healed, recovered, I should more put it, um, so I can actually push myself even further. But with the physical therapy, you have to take it in strides. And sometimes it takes a couple of weeks. Sometimes it takes a couple of months. With like my feet, one foot took me three months and the other one took me four months. And that's just because of the circumstances as far as um, how much I was going to be on my feet. Because the first time I had my summer off since, I'm a, since I am a teacher. And the second time I was coming in... You know, I had pretty much half the school year to go through. So the swelling, I had a little more difficulty getting swelling down and everything else because I was having to be up more with my shoulder surgery. You know, as my doctor told me today, I'm looking at physical therapy for six, anywhere from six to 12 weeks. And it's just going to be depending on how much, you know, the getting the swelling down and also making sure that, you know, making sure that my shoulder is strong and that there's that, I haven't that the surgery hasn't weakened the integrity of my shoulder in any way, shape, form, or idea. So that way I can, you know, go back to working out heavily after you know after I've gotten out. Now, if I wind up doing really well, then six weeks would probably be you know at you know most likely what I'll be stuck with. It just depends on how my body is recovering from the surgery. And so I will have to take my time with it just because of the fact that I don't want to do any more damage to my shoulder because even though the surgery that's going to be going on is very, is not as invasive as like my foot and ankle surgeries, it's still a surgery. And so it's making an alteration to my body and any damage, further damage that I could do would wind up making it where I would have to get another, you know, probably another surgery to, and it would be more, it would be a major surgery. So with the physical therapy, I will go through various arm exercises to re-strengthen my shoulder, re-strengthen my bicep, re-strengthen my tricep on my left arm, so that way I can actually have that strength once more because I'm gonna, you know, atrophy. Now, one of the things that since I'm gonna go through arthroscopic surgery is that I will be start you know, start dealing with physical therapy literally the day after my surgery because it's not as invasive and, there, and since the doctor's not doing as much, you know, I'll be able to go in and start at least getting, you know, work at getting the swelling down, getting everything under control. And, you know, one of the things that they'll use is electrotherapy to uh, send electrical currents in my muscles to string, start the whole process of getting them working to support my shoulder and everything as I initially recover, and then after that, I will be doing 
like various band exercises, weight, ex you know, lightweight exercises to strengthen my arm even further to make sure that I'm not experiencing any pain or suffering. So for me, physical therapy is a great thing and it does have serve a lot of purposes. It's not for just old people. It is for everyone who has some sort of injury and it is to get you better. So that way you can go back to the level of life or workout experience that you're trying to go for. Okay, so that's going to be it for this week. Um, one of the things I'm going to talk about definitely next week is going to be how to find the, or how to set up the right playlist for your music for while you're working out or running or whatever. Because the thing is, is that the right music is going to put you in the right mood for working out because not all music is going to have that same effect on you as far as motivation. So next week, that's one of the things that we're going to talk about. So expect that and I will have also additional topics to go on. Anyways, this is the end of week eight of Fat Man with a Plan. I'm your host, JM. Feel free to follow uh, me on Facebook at Fat Man with a Plan. You can also uh Subscribe to my Anchor channel at anchor.fm under Conundrum Cast. You can also uh, subscribe to my podcast version of the show, which is on Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, Overcast, and Pocket Cast. So until next time, I'll catch y'all later and good workout.